What to do if you find yourself stuck with no hope of rescue? Consider how lucky you are that life has been good to you so far. Alternatively, if life hasn't been good to you so far, which, given your current circumstances, seems more likely, consider how lucky you are that it won't be troubling you much longer. Guys, it's the Real Green Monster coming at you with another fresh episode of Cultivation Conversation. I'd just like to take a minute here to talk about our sponsors. First off, it's Autopot. This is a product that me and the captain both use and believe in wholeheartedly. Uh, it's very simple to use. It's a gravity-fed automated watering system that requires no power, no pumps, and no timers to operate. It's the only plant-driven automated watering system on the market. And it's so precise that it'll actually reduce consumption of water and feed by an impressive 50% while increasing yields. Now, this is designed for both novice and professional growers in mind. Autopod creates the perfect system for growing effectively and efficiently at the same time. Get your life back and let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 for 10% off your entire order at Autopod USA. That's CC10 for 10% off your entire order at Autopot USA. And next we have Fish Head Farms Fish Shit. This is a fantastic product that the captain and I both use. Uh, it works really, really well to help increase terpenes, yield. Uh, it helps your, your root zone. It really is a fantastic product. And if you're not using fish shit, quite honestly, you're just cheating yourself. Head over to Fish Head Farms, use code CC15 for 15% off your entire order at Fish Head Farms, that's CC15. For 15% off your entire order at Fish Head Farms. Thanks for listening, guys. It's going to be another great episode. We appreciate you tuning in. And we are back, everybody. What is going on? How are you, Monster? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Uh, better than I deserve, my friend. Better than I deserve. <laughs> A uh, famous radio guy named Dave Ramsey, who always would, would say that. He's like a financial uh, planning helper analyst. I was Okay, was yeah. Like, not, I didn't, the name didn't ring a bell until you said that. I've heard of him. Gotcha. Yeah, he, that was always his, his response to how are you? And, well, I'm, I'm just flat out stealing it. So, hey, so there. You know. There aren't many original things left in this world. A lot of things are adapted and borrowed from other people, just the way it is. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Like, uh, you know, van Vanilla Ice, uh, Ice Ice Baby, and um, Under oh, Pressure yeah. I mean, hip -hop's, from Queen. Hip-hop's classic for, for sampling. So, yeah, 100%. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, though, um, Vanilla Ice does owe money every time that song gets paid to to queen and the estate of freddie mercury because uh it is far too similar i would not be surprised at all um from what i gather 
the estate of Freddie Mercury is some pretty stingy motherfuckers. Like <laughs> well, they don't, yeah, you they know. don't like, they don't let anything yeah, go by. Talk without... about, you know, like, I mean, one of the truly original artists, I, I would say, um, you know, queen and, and all that. So like, yeah, there, there was a lot of copying, a lot of copying taking place, but, um, well, man, that's what it is. Look at us. We're already off on a tangent about something or other. Um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long. Not at all. Not at all. What do, what do you got in the bong tonight? Um, I am puffing on some Queen Cosmos crossed with peanut butter breath. There you go. Take you a know. shot. I said it. Oof. That's you see that girl, girl, girl yeah, post yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. New, dr- new drinking game. Take a shot every time. That's Every time right. Somebody says peanut butter breath. I, I mean, it's a pretty um, good drinking game. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. Yourself yeah. nice and drunk. I can guarantee it. I was just gonna say you might get really fucked mm-hmm. up depending on which episode you're listening to. Oh man, it's true. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, well, before I get into the strain that I'm uh, smoking on, Uh-oh. I wanted to talk just a little bit. Nothing, nothing. You know, not a rant. Nothing going on. Just. I want to direct everyone's attention to our Patreon page um, and just throw it out there that if you're able to and you like the show, um, we are pretty much fully reliant on like you guys' generous donations. Um, And, you know, not only does it make us feel warm and tingly inside when whenever we get a a new (laughs) Patreon or even a message from our existing Patreons. Um, we like that too, but um, yeah, it, it just helps the show keep going and it, it's, it's, it's what we survive off of guys. So, so please check it out, check out the merch, all that stuff. Um, you know, if, if we've brought value to you and your garden then please consider returning that value, that's all we ask. And uh, yeah, that's my shameless promotion. All right, I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that, that, I, I don't think it's too much to ask. And like I always say, if you can't, if you can't buck up and uh, financially support the show, then at least tell a friend that you like it. And uh, yeah, that that always helps too. Leave a review, stuff like that. Um, but tonight, I just ground up. And I'm I'm smelling it right now. Hmm. I've talked about it before many times. Strawberry milk and cookies. It nice. Is, I mean, it is not losing one bit of smell. Uh, it's holding on to pretty much what I remember the live plant smelling like. Um, and it's just awesome. Like, really, it, it this gassy, funky strawberry um, gets me high as shit. And it has like a a sticky kind of feeling bud to it you know what i mean like some of it sometimes you get like a like a dry kind of like no this one feels moist and like sticky it's just so resinous nice nice sounds fucking dank brother dude it's it's really really dank and um yeah it's uh, sitting in the jar i'm looking at the hygrometer right now it's at 60% 60% on the dot. So, you know, took my time, dried it perfectly. Like this, this is one that I know. I, I heard a little, a little birdie, a little owl told me 
that uh, this will be re-released as an F2 sometime later this year. So all those people who have heard me talk about it, have seen my posts and how much I love this, this strain. Um, yeah. Keep an eye out. I know, I know I'll be, I'll be trying to grab it when it comes out. I'll let you guys know. I'll tell you the nice. wrong, wrong date on purpose. So I get. That sounds so delicious. When chance. you get your hands on some beans, I, uh, I may want one or two of those little bitches. I will know for sure, man. It's, um, I'm assuming he, you know, Daz probably knows that this is something everyone's going to want. I mean, just the name itself is just like, yes, please give me some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely going to grab people's attention. Just the name alone. hundred percent. Yep. yep. And, yep. and it, it delivers everything, you know, as promised. So uh, again, you know, I've, Really, the ones, uh, this level of quality, auto flowers are like few and far between. And there's, I could, I could name a short list for you. Um, and that's definitely on it. So uh, well, I await. That's definitely saying something. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, I await anxiously uh, the, the re-release and I'll, I'll try to keep you guys informed and um, give everyone a fair shot at growing uh one of my yeah favorites. you'll let everybody know right after you order that's that's right like i said i'm i'm gonna tell you the wrong date on purpose and um uh, get get a bunch for myself first but no I'd now s- were you one of those guys in high school who um like told the freshman where the pool was yeah on, on the, the second floor yeah yeah nice oh uh, yeah it's like no wait huh <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we put pools on the second floor there, kid. <laughs> I'm a machinist by trade, and we used to fucking around with people telling them to get me like a left-handed screwdriver. Like, hey, <laughs> nice. Give me a left-handed screwdriver. Or uh a good one is like a bucket of steam. A bucket Go grab me of a steam. All right, yeah. yeah it's just I mean, kind of physically impossible, impossible task. task. Yeah. Exactly. Well, there was a senior prank. Now I it's one of these things. I'm not sure if this is like an urban legend or if this is something that like I actually remember hearing about um, that happened like a couple years before I was a senior. Um, they did like uh, they released pigs. Okay. Into the, <laughs> you live right by a meat packing plant, this big meat packing plant. There's a, there's always pigs. Right. So they was released- this in your senior year? Uh, no, it wasn't, but it was like a, oh. a few years before, like I said, I'm, I'm not sure again, if it's like this actually happened or if this is an urban legend that I just okay. grew up with. But, um, so some kids re- release pigs, right? These piglets, like, you know, um, Bonkers. not hogs, but tiny ones. And mm-hmm. they, they released two of them. Okay. And what, what they did though is, is they greased them up first. And of course, then on the, on one pig, they wrote, um, you know, the number one, uh, and on the other pig, they wrote number three. Ah, uh, <laughs> so I would have wrote like six. Oh yeah. You can imagine. I mean, like they, they found two pigs, the one and three. So like, where the hell is number two? Oh my God. It's <laughs> just, that's actually not, pretty yeah pretty crafty i have to admit oh you know that was when like senior pranks could be could be crafty and clever and fun 
when I was in high school, they like did stupid shit. But like one of the ones I remember is they stole all the lettering off the school and added other ones. So it said school, like school for the high or something like that. Like, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, and then, and that was whatever. like in the days when harmless you know, shit. someone would get caught and just get like a slap on the wrist for it. Just like, oh, yeah. you damn kids. Now there's like fucking cameras everywhere. So you're bound to get caught. Oh, yeah. You'd get, you'd get, uh, you get expelled the police would be called there'd probably be articles in the national newspapers about oh yeah some sort of terrorist releasing wild <laughs> animals in the school and mm-hmm. i mean my god so i can only imagine i can only imagine um but yeah um i think part of uh you know my i don't know how we ended up talking about senior pranks Oops. but like we were we were talking about the strawberry milk and cookies and how i do think that part of the reason it's holding its flavor and its, its smell and it's just so good is because of the way i dried it yeah and yeah that's uh that's a big big fucking part of it brother i mean 100%. like really like like you could could have been fire from the get go, and if you dried it all fucked up, you wouldn't get any taste from it. That's right, that's right. And you know we've talked about it before, but it could be someone's first show every episode, and it's like I, you know, I have a five by five full of plants that are due to come down in the next like week to ten days tops. So like for my benefit and for everyone's benefit, I want to talk a little bit about drying um sure just you know go over again some of the best practices how we do it um you know kind of what you're what you're looking for all that stuff and maybe we could even talk about i mean let's back it up of course we want to talk about um let's talk about like late to late flower late late flower then harvesting your actual plants and then drying like the whole you know end of life uh trifecta yeah sure i'm done all right i can tell you this is going to be a long show if we're just getting into the to the goodness now because there's a few things i want to talk about too okay all right well do you want to go first no 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 we're already there so okay okay Fair enough. Uh, I can feel the climax. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to give anyone uh, any <laughs> blue balls out there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, no no bueno. Um, so you know, just end of life. Uh, best kind of some of the things I'm doing right now. Um, with my plants due to be harvested in the next few days, is I lowered the PPFD, turned down the lights, uh, probably like. They're about like 60%, maybe, mm-hmm. all of them, 55, 60%, which in turn is helping me lower the temps. Um, yeah, I, I feel like in the last few weeks, you're if you're blasting your plants with light, you're going to, I mean, you're probably going to get a lot of foxtailing A, and you're probably going <laughs> to... I just, I just feel like it burns them a little bit. Like it burns off some of the volatile terpenes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, uh, it's, I cool my rooms down 
um, a lot during the end of, of the cycle. So I still like to push them with light. Um, I've been actually experimenting um, a little bit with something I heard on uh, Rasta Dev show where the last week or two you give them like an 18.6. Yeah. And I, I haven't that. seen any uh, ill effects from it yet. But at the same time, I couldn't tell you whether or not it's worth it to to push your lights an extra six hours a day, pay for the electricity. And I haven't noticed any benefit really from it. But I, I mean, it's hard to say. You'd have to do some yeah. really, you know, scientific testing. Um, it's just, you know, things I wanted to play around with. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no I, that was, I mean, all part of it, you know, interesting, like little things you can do um, end of life to like, whether it's like help get more terps, more frost, um, stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to get into kinds of additives and stuff like that. I mean, that's not, you know, our, our purview really like if it, you know, in a commercial cultivation facility, I'm sure there's all sorts of shit you add like to sweeten the buds and fatten them up. Like I have no idea, man. I, but when I look at a picture of like a bud out of a jar from a dispensary and a bud that I've grown in my organic, you know, soil and stuff like I can just see the difference is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So I have no idea what, you know, there, there's probably a lot of different stuff you can add. Um, we're not going to, we're not going to get into <laughs> that. Um, yeah. Lowering my lights, uh, letting them kind of bake a little longer. I feel like definitely will help them bulk up while not like getting burnt or misshapen or any kind of stuff like that. Um, now, you know, flush wise, you know, tell, tell me your thoughts. So, um, flushing end is, of cycle flush. Yeah. End of cycle flushing is, is bullshit. It's not, not needed. If you want to push your plants with nutrients the whole way through, it's fine. You're not going to get a black ash from it. That's all in the dry. So come at me, bro. If you, come at me, bro. If you don't like that <laughs> opinion, but, um, where here's where some people are going to get confused so you got to listen carefully okay uh -huh, uh -huh. now the monster here he does flush uh last 10 to 14 days and you're going to say well wh why well um it's all based on a study that came out it was pretty detailed i i i've talked about it a couple times on this show um i i don't know the name of it but like you you could actually go i found it multiple times and sent a link to people just by googling uh cannabis flush study um it's peer reviewed so it's not bullshit it's like a real study um and basically not, not the gross science huh yeah the determination was that the people couldn't tell the difference between the flushed weed and the non-flushed weed and as a matter of fact they actually preferred the non-flushed over the flushed second um hmm. secondly the uh THC, like, you know, so quality was um, negligible between all samples, flushed and non-flushed. And the, um, the what am I looking for? I'm fucking, I forgot. There was one more point. Oh, uh, har harvest weight um, was ah. negligible be between all of them. So with that knowledge in mind, knowing that basically the quality is not going to change, the people didn't tell the difference between flushed and non-flushed and i'm 
going to get the same weight either way. Mm-hmm. Why push my plants with, with nutrients the last two weeks um, and just waste money, flush it down the toilet. So I will push a little bit with like a, a sweetener, like a carbo load. Okay. Kind of give them like that last little push, um, you know, with some microbes. Like the, and, and then that's it. Um, just pH water. Now you said um, sweetener. Like what? I mean, that was kind of, that's the stuff I, you know, I, I have no idea about any of that stuff. Tell me what your sweetener is and what it does. So basically when people talk about that or most people, they don't really understand exactly what that's doing. And that's feeding your microbes. Um, and it's uh, the, 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 the plants themselves can also um, utilize like, you know, sugars like that. Um, so a good carbo load, especially at the end of the life cycle is really going to help, um, you know, give the microbes what they need at the end and then push the plant, you know, towards that last, like, you know, it's last run. It's last. Interesting. Hurrah. Now I it's, that's so weird, man. Like um, just, you know, uh, my first like reaction to hearing that I've, I've really never heard that. Now, I've mentioned it before on the show. Like one of the things I do uh, late, flour is i start to use molasses in my well there you go there's your sweetener yeah there and and it's for the same purpose um which is to feed the microbes and uh, now i feel like that um in effect kind of you are directly feeding the microbes okay in doing so you're you're taking them away from like eating the uh the minerals in the soil, like breaking them down to make them plant available. So you're kind of like cutting off nutrients a little bit from your plant as well, which is all part of the flush, right? Well, yes and no. I mean, you're taking away the plant's ability to, you know, to utilize whatever the microbes are going to do for it. But if there's still nutrition in the soil, it's still going to be able to utilize that. It's not like the microbes control everything. You know, they're just there more or less as a boost. True, true. Um, in, in, in now, that is true in, 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 in a synthetic setup. In an organic setup, from what I understand, it is the microbes that are, like, directly feeding the plant. And they're, you know, whether it's the uh, mycorrhizal fungi that's associating with the roots and, like, making... Um, a network of capillaries almost, or if it's just microbes breaking stuff down. I mean, it's, it's more of a direct action in an organic setup. I would push back against that. And here's, here's why Um, I've seen people grow like soil essentially is just peat mixed with other, you know, amendments and, and things like that. Right. So you could grow like in a, like a sterile peat environment without microbes. Yeah. And, um, like if there's still like residual, you know, MPK left in the the medium, it, it's going to utilize whatever's left in there. I, I would imagine. Um, yeah. My, okay. Oops, okay. No, I, I see what you're saying. Um, definitely, definitely a boost. Now I would argue that in organics, it is so much of a boost that it's almost essential. Like you're going to have a very hard time. Um, if you're trying to grow organically in, in like without any microbes, I mean, I don't even know if that's possible. Um, but we're getting, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 with you there, 
Yeah, it, I mean, it is a boost, but like, you know, it's why would you not be trying to use that organically? Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting, man, because, you know, sweeteners and molasses and it, it, it's got to be performing the same function, really. So, yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent. Just make sure uh, you guys out there, um, if you're going to use molasses, that you use an unsulfured blackstrap yes. molasses blackstrap molasses um yeah you can get it at like in the organic section at you know local grocery store pretty much yeah it's uh it's, it's everywhere for yeah. sure for I've sure i've seen it at fucking convenience stores and if it's not in like your if you're uh if you're uh can't find it in like a convenience store like the bodegas will have it you know what i mean <laughs> like seriously hey there you go yeah sometimes yeah. uh I, mean, I Dude, I love going into like the Asian grocery stores around me. They have Dude, like, the Asian like, ones around oh, like Lord. so in in Mass we have like the highest population of like of uh the Dominicans. Yeah. So we have like a lot of Dominican markets here. Like there's one thing that I that I love that you don't really see in convenience stores like it's uh like Goya coconut water. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the only one that I like because it has like the chunks of coconut in it and uh but anyway, yeah, like I, I'll frequently roll into one of those stores and they look nice. at me like, who's this gringo? <laughs> Speaking of uh, stuff you could buy at your local bodega to use in your grow, grab some of that coconut water, man. Throw it on your plate yeah. next time. That's uh, yep. that's a hell of a thing to add to your to your grow. I love doing coconut water. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then you mix some of it up yourself when uh if you get it like at the powder you mix some of it up yourself down a glass it's all good mm-hmm. um, so yeah just to continue on the end of cycle you know c- couple tips and tricks um lower the light lower the temperatures uh start like a sweetener of sorts um initiate a flush if that is something you do and you know that's a broad term like the way I do it, the way you do it, we just use water for the last couple feedings, right? Yeah, there's flushing agents you could use. Um, from time to time, I've used like a little bit of like yucca powder, um, okay, because it helps like remove some of the uh, shit in the medium as well. Gotcha. Yeah, it's um, surfactant. Yep. That's. Uh, but generally that's, speaking, no, just just water, and then. Um, their last like feeding before straight water will be just like I said, just some some microbes and some sweetener. Cool, cool. Now, and for for me, um, now I I don't ever like water till runoff ever through my whole grow. So when I when I say I'm just watering um, the last couple feedings, like that's that's literally all I'm doing is I'm giving them half a gallon of water each plant and each gallon each five gallon pot and it's just water there's no nothing in it um and that's again just you're not adding anything more into the soil so the plant's able to kind of use up what's in there or um yeah it just it helps the natural process of um it's called senescence yes that fade yes uh so, and, and the, you know, the plant will use up nutrients that are in its own leaves too. And that's kind of what you're seeing when the colors start. Um, so in order to do that, you need to like tell it to stop eating from the soil pretty much. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if there's not much left in the soil, you know, that's. Uh, I mean, by the time, you know, now that I think about it, like as far as like your concern, by the time you're done, like growing that plant, there ain't much left in the soil anyway. So, it's um, it's a that's a great point, honestly. Like if I have experimented with like not adding anything, um, you know, halfway through flower all the way to like keep I keep doing my organic feedings up until like three days before harvest okay and like there's there have been times when I cut down a plant and I know a hundred percent that there's still plenty of nutrition in that soil mm-hmm. but the plant is fully faded on its own like it it just it just, they just do it sometimes like well especially autos because yeah. you know they have a they have a life cycle but it, it's just it's odd that like um I, and I i feel like that is one of the differences too between like organics and synthetics where like in synthetics if you keep pumping that plant with nutrients it's gonna stay green is it not uh somewhat you'll still get a little bit of a fade towards the end like because the plant you know, knows that like the flower cycle is about to end. So you will get a little bit of color change and, you know, things like that. Okay. I also try to bring out the color change with the colder temps. That's also going to give you a denser product, um, the, the temps. So cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, you're definitely going to see a, a little bit of a fade. Um, if you, even if you keep pumping it, but you, you know, you're right to, a, to extent, you're not going to get that full fade if you're, keep pumping the thing yeah, get that like that full black leaf pheno that i <laughs> see everyone's loving on instagram these days these black leaf plants man yeah um, i've seen some pretty crazy shit for um, sure yeah um the um the black lemon cake had some pretty unique leaf structure on a lot of the plants very cool did they turn black so, not black but like a really really dark red um actually i'm, I'm gonna go back now and and now that you mentioned it kind of look yeah, at some of the, the pics like but... a maroon that's cool yeah yeah it was interesting cool cool um so now you know we're, we're talking about like actual like we're getting down to like doing doing the deed here we're gonna we're gonna execute our plants the, the yep. things we've cared for intended to for the last however many months you know it's uh is there besides you know blindfolding them and maybe you know like (laughs) any any sort of process you do that you like to do to make sure everything goes smooth like you don't you don't slip and hit the wrong spot Two, I'd like to say two days before I cut them down, I do give them a complete darkness. And that's just to make sure that they're fully terrified, right? Like Fully terrified. Yeah. That, that's actually a little bit of bro science and some science. I've seen some numbers behind it. Uh, Medgora one in particular, I'm sure everybody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He, he did some testing on it. Um, not him. Might have not been him. It might have been somebody else he was correlated with. But I forget it. Either way. Um, it was published and the, the, basically the crux of it was they did notice an increase in THC, uh, over the two day dark period, but actually a, um, a very, very like almost minuscule decrease 
in terpenes. It was like 0.01 okay. or something like that. From the darkness. So, yeah, and it's just kind of been on one of those things that um, people have always done. You know, not everybody, but it's it's been commonly, you know, widely practiced amongst cannabis growers for gotcha. decades. Um, and I was taught by an old timer. Some of the stuff I still do to this day, uh, a lot of it I, I don't. But um, yeah, so two days darkness, uh, cool. low temps. I do the same thing. You know, Basically, I, I make sure and I shut off the autopods. They don't get any water. So they're drying out a little bit too. Yep. That is exactly what I do now. Of course, I haven't done it with the auto pots yet, but um, I, you know, if I were to just put um, fabric pots or whatever in my closet, I, I'm not watering them from that point on. And I usually do 48 to 72 hours of darkness. It just really depends on on my schedule. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I I do think like it's all part of the lowering the lights towards the end and not like burning off the terps or anything like that. You're allowing the plant a long, long dark cycle to like build up whatever smells that it, it can before getting hit with light. And I mean, that's what happens when like, it reaches a certain temperature threshold or even just a certain amount of light. I mean, when you're smelling your plants, that's the terpenes burning off of them essentially. Yeah. Like, so, yep. I mean, as nice as it is to smell your plants, it's like, I, I'd rather those smells stay in the plant and that mm-hmm. it comes out when I grind it up and I'm ready to smoke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I get, that's my thought process behind it as like, I just, I want everything in there, not not burning off. Um, also, part of the thinking is, um, you know, when it, the plant's being hit with light, it's photo photosynthesizing, and part of that is like bringing up sugars and nutrients from the soil, like into the the veins of the plant, like the circulatory system of the plant, and going all around into the different parts. I'm kind of you're like shutting that off basically. Yep. You know what I mean? Or at least like turning it down. I, I there is a difference that I've found just anecdotally in like the, the smoothness of the smoke. Um, it, when I, when I give my plants darkness, I find that it's a smoother smoke. I cough less. Um, I enjoy it more because it's not as harsh, you know, mm-hmm. like if I, if I follow the same exact drying process and all the, the you know, temperatures with the same, the same length um, amount of time, all that I have found just, if I give them that darkness, it's a little bit smoother. So that's why I do it primarily. Okay. Hey, we all have our reasons. So, yeah, I mean, t- that's a little bit of bro science. I have, like, absolutely nothing to back that up. So, uh, you know. Probably good advice if you have shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or leave it. Take it <clears throat> or leave it. Um, mm. But um, as far as, like, 
the act of chopping. Um, you know, we, we can all imagine whatever, what, whatever kind of like rituals you want to come up with in your own mind about like, yeah, blindfolding the plants or, um, or yourself, you know, however you want to do it, like saying a prayer, uh, who knows? I'm sure there's a lot of things people, people like to do, but, um, just in terms of like the physical act, I just do it all in one go with these huge, um, they're like hedge trimmers, but they're massive, man. They're, we're not talking loppers. Like, yeah. Like these are loppers, dude. And Cindy loppers, <laughs> Cindy loppers. Exactly. That's what, that's what we call them. Like, oh that's what I've God. always called them. Cause I, Cindy so I, I have two methods of chopping myself. Most of the time I use, um, I have a sawzall with like a long blade meant for cutting wood. And it rips through the plant real quick, you know, because so the loppers wouldn't uh, require like two hands. Like you keep, you can't one hand that bitch and somebody's got to be holding the plant or it's just going to, you know, tip over. So I like to grab the plant, like the top of it with one hand, uh-huh. like the middle and then use the uh, sawzall and just fucking rip right through the bitch. Come down in like two seconds. Hell yeah. That's, I mean, exactly what I, what I use. It's, um, the Cindy loppers there. Like, girls just want to have fun, man. And, and <laughs> my fun. I was watching UFC. I forget who it was. There was like a guy who came, that he came out to that it was his, his, his walkout music. No, it like, well, actually yeah. takes a real man to make that your walkout music. Shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, can you I'm just this? an amateur fan, so I don't remember who it was, but. Watch out. We're going to get the copyright strike. Could you hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Little... That's your ringtone, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's in my iPod. That's on my, like, five-star playlist, dude. It's just like, when I want to have a good time. Yeah, that's, you just crank that and go shopping. That's a track. That's a go-to track for me right there. Um, All right. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I use my loppers, man, and, like, one fell swoop, um, you know, no, you don't want like a dirty cut, man. That's like one thing you, you want to be as humane as possible here when you're executing, uh, you're, <laughs> you're executing your plants, right? As humane yep. as possible. You just one, and, one chop, um, no misfires. They, and I mean, they know they're getting chopped because like, I noticed like when I cut down, like the whole joint stinks up, like. They just, they know they're being chopped. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It stinks up my whole fucking house or wherever I'm, you know, cutting like, down. Um, like with terps? Like yeah. Off gassing. Uh, interesting, dude. That's like, so you're talking about like when you mow a lawn. I guess. The yeah. The smell of like fresh cut grass is actually like a, it's a terpene or like a pheromone, like a plant chemical that it the grass releases that's like telling the grass nearby that like yo bro you're about to be chopped just just want want you to know like <laughs> it's a <laughs> fucking blade coming so uh heads up bro <laughs> so yeah interesting man that's actually really really cool I've, i haven't noticed that but um 
I'm going to keep keep a, a nose out for that now that you oh, yeah. when it. you when you harvest I mean they just they the whole world fucking knows within a quarter mile radius I feel like it just it stinks that's very much you can do about you can uh, yeah trimming's the same yeah. thing you can you can you know um mitigate it a little bit with carbon filtration I wouldn't recommend any kind of like scent blockers directly in the harvest room maybe outside you know some ona gel like you know in a different room or something but uh, yeah, be prepared oh, it, for that. It always smells. Smell. Yeah, the whole house smells nice and dank uh, come harvest day. Definitely. I mean, just from the now, you know, I will say seconds bringing them from if, upstairs. Uh, down. If it smells the next day, then they're drying too quickly. You're burning off turps. You should not. You shouldn't be able to stick your head in the dry air and have it reek like weed. You should kind gotcha. of smell like you know vegetation, basically. Um, Got you. Like the chlorophyll. That's what I've smell. noticed. I know. You want to smell yeah. the chlorophyll because that's like it it coming off of it, essentially. Yep. Yeah. I got so you. I got you, you. You don't. Yeah. That's what I've noticed anyway. If it's too, um, too, you know, temps too high, it'll, they'll volatize the terps. Interesting. Low humidity won't really volatize the terps, but it will it'll dry too fast. Yeah. It'll dry too fast, which in turn will make your shit taste like hay. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but uh, it's the way it is. Just well, basically, it's it's the chlorophyll that you're tasting, and that doesn't have a, any chance to off gas. It gets trapped in the plant when it dries too quickly. Chlorophyll. So, yeah. So you're smoking chlorophyll. No, I will not make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we could skip over the more like borophyll. Everyone, everyone knew that was coming. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's actually, that's really interesting, man. It makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, when you smell certain things like that's, that's what's off gassing. Um, so when, you know, during the dry process, you want to smell as little actual, you know, good weed smells as possible. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get a faint odor of it, especially like when you, when you go up close, like I always like to touch and feel like the sponginess and yeah, that yeah. gives me determination how things are doing. And like, then I'll smell my fingers <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's going to, it's going to smell dank as fuck usually. That's um, right. Um, so yeah, you just want to, uh, th- uh, th- ugh. at the same time, if you don't get panicked, if like the first couple days you touch it and smell it and you're not getting much of a, a smell, um, I feel like that happens a lot. Um, during the early stages of the dry mm-hmm. so just um as long as like you know i feel like the the minimum to get like that non-hay is like a five to six days if you can just get it to that i mean i go seven to ten sometimes longer yeah um so yeah you want to get that that nice slow and slow but i will say too um there there is a high chance for like mold and stuff when you're drying at like a 60 60 if you don't have proper ventilation and you definitely do not want any air movement over the buds but you want plenty of air exchange in that room crucial agreed um agreed i think you hit a lot of key points there that like um i think i think we just need to to back it up a tad though and like yeah, yeah. we 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 want to stress I spit it out pretty quickly i know i know i know you because you're all about the dry man i know you you're, oh, you're, you're dude, thinking like, dry 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 
Dude, you want to know something? If it wasn't for people fucking up dries, I don't even think I'd be in business. Like, like that's the number <laughs> one so thing true. that like that like I get called in on. Like, ah, oh, you know, everything just seemed great, and then we dried it, and it just turned to hay. Yeah, no, uh, it's so. it's you are a hundred percent right. Like you've said it before, but again, it could be someone's first show. You you can grow the dankest weed, and if you don't get the dry right, it's gonna be mids. It's going to yep. be not might not even be mids. OK, but if someone grew you know, bag seed, whatever, like just untested, uh, you know, random genetics and dried it properly, it's going to be pretty dank. Guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. Guarantee it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like just in terms of like harvesting it, like I don't do I don't chop nothing off like I, I cut it at the base and I hang it upside down off of like a clothes hanger. I'll just like, you know, weave one of the big branches through the coat hanger sort of and mm-hmm. just let it hang. <clears throat> yep. I do a similar thing. I usually hang ropes across the room and then like I'll tie a rope to the plant, you know, and hang it upside down. Okay. Like a meat hook. Yeah, like a meat hook. Yeah, there like you go. A meat hook. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're familiar. That's basically... that's, I mean, I should have just went with that. <laughs> Silly me. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of you know you're accomplishing the same thing. You're you're taking the whole plant and you're hanging it upside down, um, and just letting the natural process of like the chlorophyll breakdown and and the sugars. Um, I, I also want to make one thing clear. I get asked this quite frankly. People are like, "Well, why do you hang it upside down? Is that to make like the THC drip down?" And I just laugh. Yes. No, you, silly. It's you. Have you tried hanging a plant right side up? Uh, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just yeah, gravity dictates that. Like that's where all the weight is. Yeah. So like, yeah, like that's it. Really, it's the only way to do, to do it. Um, but yeah, beyond that. Um, you know, I mean, where do you think the, the blood has to drip somewhere? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a reason we fucking cut them, cut them, uh, and then hang them upside down. <laughs> there's a reason, and it needs to be blessed by a rabbi if you want to call it kosher too. I think it's uh, like a certain way you got to cut it and drain the blood. I have no idea, just but yeah, no, I, that's it's completely different stuff. Completely different stuff. There's no nothing that drains into the top of the plant i don't think that's the point of it at all um no but there were people that believed that like back in the day okay i mean and it's i i get like that see what they were thinking yeah and there's still some people that that think that that's the reason why okay um i i really don't know to be quite honest like i i can't imagine that like resin or thc or like flavor is like dripping into the top of the top of the plant from that but um you know I, it's not gonna not gonna hurt it certainly not gonna hurt no it. and by all means if you can somehow figure out a way to hang it right side up send me a pic let me know yeah that'd be it that'd be pretty damn interesting i'm sure i'm doing yeah right figure it out guys send us some pictures let us know let us know yeah. spread um, that you'd have to spread that thing out wide yeah i really i it would just be like um 
what were those things you got like uh, weebles as a kid <laughs> they were like top heavy you know what i mean yeah yeah it, would, it just wouldn't work it just wouldn't work dude no 100 percent agree buddy um so yeah that that and you know when you hang in your plant upside down um it's about maintaining the ideal drying conditions for as long as possible so you can get a slow a low and slow sort of dry and that is key in making sure that your product is as good as possible it is yep. like perhaps the most important step is not rushing the dry and make sure it's not like a foot off the ground either I mean, if that's all you got and that's all you got, you grew some beasts and they were just super tall and you ran out of ceiling room. Yeah. But uh, I always try to leave like, you know, a foot or two um, before it hits the floor. That way there, too, I can have some fans um, at the bottom of okay. the dry. Just, so you can have like air moving underneath of the plants, but not. On yeah. And then the plants and then on top, the air movement will be handled by the exhaust. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I do it. Um, most of my air moves. See, I I have a drying tent. Yep. Um, I mean, shit. Actually, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to set up another tent. Like, I need a bigger drying tent for all of these plants. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to fit them in a two by two. Yeah. So I you're gonna need more power. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I need a bigger boat. <laughs> I really do. This time, <laughs> going to need a bigger boat. Um, so I think a three by three will do the trick. You know, hanging the plants upside down, they do tend to kind of like, um, you know, collapse a little bit, get not as volumin vol voluminous. Is that is that a word? Voluminous. Volu voluminous. Yes. Um, so that, you know, not, it won't take up as much space in the tent, but I definitely need a bigger tent. And, um, you know, you could it, just, you could just build one. I could, especially if it's just for the guy in the, I mean, yeah, you, you certainly could. Why don't you, um, for a couple minutes, explain what the basics would, that you'd need to set up your own well, DIY dry space. Well, it just depends on how detailed you want to get, but like a real simple, easy way to set up like a three by three or four by four dry space would be, a, you could build like a frame out of PVC pipe. You would you don't even have to really even glue it together, um, and then just line that shit with poly and put a zipper door on it. Boom, there's nice. a dry space. You could probably build it pretty cheaply. I have to imagine though. I gotta be honest with you. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, like it probably, it, depending on your size, the bigger you get, the, the, the more advantage you have over, over this, I think, but maybe for a small one, I don't know how much cheaper it'd be to buy a grow tent. Actually, you know what? It'd definitely be cheaper to build it yourself because the fucking grow tent prices have gotten out of God, control. Dude, they're like 150 bucks just for like, dude, a I put together a supply one. list for somebody the other Crazy. day and I was like, holy shit. They asked yep. me how much everything would be, and I quoted them like X amount of dollars, and it was like fucking two grand more. Oh. And I had just put together a similar list for somebody, like you know, uh, for the same size space, like six weeks prior. 
I mean, like, like everything, man. It's everything, <clears throat> everything's getting more expensive, except uh, it's crazy because Amazon links check. will like stay the same, but the prices will go up. So I sent <laughs> I them, know, a, I, I, I send them a Google spreadsheet with all the links and the total, and then I, I get a message back. The totals don't match up, and I'm like, what the hell? So I have every, I have the items like lined out. So I click on you know line item that's supposed to be 119. dollars It's now like 149. It's like Okay, uh, item B, you know, supposed to be two forty nine. It's now like three nineteen. It's like what the fuck? It's yeah, crazy, dude. Hey, welcome to twenty twenty. And then gas prices, dude. I mean, shit. If you can get it below four a gallon, you're like balling. I found it for like three ninety nine the other day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, man. buddy. I know. It's <laughs> you know, just just go buy an electric car, dude. Like, what are dude, you even I, doing? I, I thought about it honestly, but the the no they're, they're just they're a little too expensive right now for it to be worth it. Like right now, today, it would be worth it because of the way gas prices are. But the way they were, you know, when I bought my current vehicle, the, my daily driver in 2020, gas prices were like, you know, two something. Where do you so, think electricity comes from? obviously you still have to pay for it but it's still cheaper than gas the way it is right now but like where does it come from like how is electricity uh, uh, made and where does it like you know how is it made does it just do we just these parts pull we got it nuclear, from thin air power in those parts new like do you, is is that true do you know that to be true because like i thought so yeah. too man especially around around me and like the, we have nuclear plants and stuff but in fact the majority of our electricity and i believe this is nationwide too um in 2022 comes from burning coal com yep combustion of fossil fuels that is how turbines are spun to generate electricity. Like it, it power, you know, heats a, a vat of water, which creates steam and spins a turbine. I mean, this, it's like, there's only so many ways to do this. Mm -hmm. And, and like, I mean, yeah, like solar works and like wind power works, but like the technologies aren't, nearly where they need to be man and it's just like you know again we're on we're on a rant a rant here i just it's <laughs> it's like it, it's amazing to me just just go buy an electric car brah it's like oh well, okay but like i mean so then if uh if i become like the uh the, the target of the day like let's say just just look at what they're doing to like the russian citizens right now is like they do you think they're going to be able to charge up their teslas in the next few weeks like <laughs> no like they're turning no. off all their shit like turning off all their services and like when electric when all your energy comes from electricity which is a service it can be turned off at any time it's just i'm too libertarian for that shit pass hard pass <laughs> i agree buddy um so yeah what what where were we talking about harvesting and please please bring <laughs> bring me back bring me back 
Uh, I don't know. We started talking about cars. <laughs> I think I might have done a bong hit. And uh... <laughs> oh lord, that, no, that's 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 how she goes, man. That's how she goes. But um, yeah. So like, I want my plants when I'm hanging them upside down to be in sixty degrees Fahrenheit, sixty percent RH for about ten sometimes 12 and it's even gone as long as 14 days depending on how thick the the colas are you know how how dense the, the buds are all that kind of stuff so i think that's ideal what about you it is it is it is and i usually uh like i said like and you, you also mentioned i'm pretty anal about the dry i'll have a humidifier Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll have a, a humidifier and a dehumidifier fighting each other to keep it perfect. Ah, like battle bots. Uh, yep. And then the first day or so, 36 hours, I'll really focus on make sure I'm getting a lot of that air out of the room. Um, okay. Like a good extraction? I, I, yeah, I don't want, you know, the potential for mold. Um, as a matter of fact, if, you know, I won't even bother fucking with my, with my, uh, temp, if it's like 65, 66, the first day or so, um, just because I, I don't, I do want to minimize that chance of, of any mold, you know, by, uh, you want, you really want, it's really more or less about airflow, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's crucial. I feel like a lot of people will get that environment, like, you know, the 60-60 or whatever, but then you don't have any air coming out of that room, bringing in fresh air, and that's a recipe for... Yeah, like, I I feel like that'll, I mean, not only increase your chances of of mold and and that kind of stuff, but it'll keep that chlorophyll smell, like, in the drying space, and it'll almost, like your buds might absorb that kind of smell like uh like a sponge you know yeah yeah so yeah i like to get all that chlorophylly kind of stuff out of there um so one yeah. of the, one of the things for me like if you're going to diy a dry space just make sure you have uh some sort of a, a vent or like a, a hole where you can set up an extraction fan um and every every drying tent that I have, I just use like an AC infinity fan to set up yep. the parameters where I like them. Um, you know, make sure it, if it's above 62 degrees, maybe it, the fan goes on. Um, it, it really depends on the season for that, that kind of stuff, but you just play with it, you know, play with the settings of your lung room. Um, and it's about, the exchange of air between the lung room and the tent. Um, that's, that's really the, like the key is getting that right. Um, balancing, you know, like your, your tent is going to fill up or your drying space is going to fill up with humid. Um, I would guess maybe a little warmer than ambient temperature air. But it's going to be humid regardless, very, very humid. So you got to get that out and bring in the fresh air. So it's like it's about get it out, get get it out, get the fresh stuff in. It's all about air exchange. 
and um, airflow, like you've said, it's um, it's good to keep air moving in the dry space, but not directly on the buds. No, never directly on the buds. If you can see, like I always say, if you could see any leaf movement or a plant swaying, it's just it's too much. Um, so, yeah. Keep yeah. it down below and up top, kind of like sandwich, no air in the middle. I like it. Yeah, like if your extraction fan is um, maybe at the top of the tent, you know, got which your is always should be there. Yeah, any type of extraction should always be at the top because humidity and heat both rise. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and that's for drying and for growing, of course. Um, yep extraction always at the top and yeah passive intake just like i use like in my grow tent is what i use in my dry tent passive intake from the bottom um yep and then yeah fan just like a small fan right at the bottom blowing yeah i like those little desk fans they're yep. perfect it's just a tiny uh, yep, like tiny little fan and it's not even on high and it's just blowing kind of like down toward the ground but it's just kind of yep. intended to get that air moving i have some little like um little mini oscillating ones that i that i love i think cool. they're made by like homes like mini blizzard or something like that nice. and i gotta be honest with you they're not that dependable i think i have <laughs> I, I might get like a year and a half two years out of them it seems like they, they just uh well the ones i use in the grow because they're being used all dry last yeah year longer. you know um, i feel like that is like no matter what kind of fan you get, like you're going to have some issues with it because I, I don't think there is like a fan that's really made for growers. And well, it's like I mean, I've yet to kill a hurricane. And it's okay, really. All right. I mean, maybe they, those are the ones that are like uh, designed for growers in mind because most of the, like, I'm just saying the stuff you buy off the shelf at Target is. I just, think like, that the components intended. inside are definitely of a higher quality, but I don't necessarily okay. know if they're meant to withstand like the humid environments that they're put in. But there's things you, if you want, like I have this stuff that I use, it's in a spray paint can basically. It's uh, called conformal coating. And you can spray it on electronics to basically like make them water resistant. And I've used that from time to time on certain things. Um, believe it or not, like a lot of your electronics now, like um, there are certain phones that have conformal coatings on them hmm. so that they can maintain water resistance. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Like Flex Seal. I know we've talked about it. <laughs> so, well, no, not. To, it, I mean, yeah, I guess. But it, this is more of like a thin coating. Like you wouldn't even realize it was on there if I didn't tell you kind of thing. Okay. Cool. Cool, man. Um, well, I think we've kind of gone over a pretty good, you know, summary of uh, some like end of life practices, how to harvest, how to dry. I mean, curing is a whole, whole different episode, right? Um, yeah. But I think I think you've waited long enough. I want to I want to give you the floor. And hear what oh, you had. I actually kind of forgot we were going to talk about that. anything else. Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of uh, messages lately about um, daylight savings. And uh, um, I kind of wanted to, to roll in timers into the, the subject because cool. Um, I've had a few people have some issues with their timers. And then, um, yeah. So, daylight savings. All right. The plants, they don't 
they have no fucking idea what daylight savings is because that's a human like made up thing. Like it's not something that happens in nature. They, it's like, not the plant. Just nope. Contrary to some people's belief, um, the plant has no fucking idea what's going on. Its clock maintains the same time. So okay. I will tell you this much. Do the same with your garden. Don't change your timers. Leave them just as is mm-hmm. uh, and let them do their thing. Now, this means when you look at your grow room timer, if you have a digital one, the clock's going to be off an hour. Um, big fucking deal. So just leave <laughs> everything. That, if you really want to fix it like you and go in and edit your cycles, no, go you ahead. You know there's going to be people out there that are that are too anal to not fix their timers, man. Yeah. Now, if you fix the clock time, just sure you fix the the light cycle time too because you don't want to change that that's where i'm getting now i have had some people it's like yeah you know they have very short time windows into maintain their garden yeah. it's either before or after work and you know they're like you know what i have to change my timer uh i won't have that hour i need to get in the garden every day that's, if that that's the case i was gonna ask go ahead do it I've seen uh i haven't seen any problems that i can document from it but i would just say you know as best practice don't leave it just as is now kind of roll with the punches i, I got you and i, I go. got you and i'm i'm definitely like of more of the roll with the punches type mindset and and i am not going to even touch my timers i have three different ones none of which are digital they are all those shitty chinese manual you know like down is on up is off yep. or maybe it's vice versa you is never have way clue. Yeah, exactly like, I, I never know which is which like seriously it's it's the biggest pain in the fucking ass um yeah that's what i got and i'm not even gonna touch them like okay. you said the plants have no idea that daylight savings has occurred um correct you know the only inconvenience for me is that like, yeah, now I get like my lights don't come on at night till 11 p.m. And they don't go off till 11 a.m. And that's like that takes away that like window before I go to bed. <laughs> of if, yep. if I need to do anything like that was my window, like 10 to 11, right? Yep. I'm in bed by 11, 11, 15. It's like it just it disrupts your your, your cycle. Right. And it's when you're Correct. doing a flowering and your your lights are on at night and this sort of stuff. It's like if I did want to change my timers and, and if, if there are people out there who are like, I just have to I, for whatever reason, I need to. I would say the thing you want to do is extend your dark period that day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't give the plants more light than they are used to no matter if they are autos photos in veg photos in flower it is more ideal to give them an extra hour of darkness they like the routine you know what i mean so it's like one of those things you just don't want to change unless you have to. yeah 100 percent, man I'm just, I'm just saying like if there's people out there that are like i just have to i have to i have to change it then extend the dark period that day don't give them an extra mm-hmm. hour of light there's like think think about that 
And like, it's, it's even hard for me to like explain exactly how to do that, but that's what you want to do is give them an extra hour of darkness, not light. The darkness. Give them the darkness. Um, So now, and then uh, as far as timers go, uh, and then you, you stubborn mule, get rid of those fucking mechanical timers. They suck. Tell me, tell me what I should get instead. So if you just go onto Amazon and type heavy duty digital timer, the first thing that comes up are these ones called BN link. Now this timer in particular, when you look at it, there's like literally, literally probably 40 different companies that make the same timer under a different brand name, but it's the same timer. It's called BN link. Yeah, BN Link seven day heavy mm-hmm. duty digital timer, and it has two outlets on it. That's pretty nice. You can get a two pack for twenty three bucks. Um, you can get a single for I think like twelve or thirteen bucks. Um, they, yeah, of course the prices have gone up on these things. I literally just bought <laughs> bought some of these I think for like nine bucks not that long ago. But anyway, um, yeah, and there's a couple of reasons why. Like one. There's no chance of like you misreading whether or not you have the pin up or down and does it go up or down? Like, as yeah, talking yeah, about. No, who, I know who the fuck knows. Um, and then if you have a power outage, go this is going back to the old, uh, you know, don't fuck with your plant cycle. Um, the the mechanical timer is gonna, not going to have any fucking idea the power just went out. It's going to continue on its merry way as soon as power comes back on. And by then, your your cycles could be fucked depending on how long that power oh, was yeah, out. Yeah. Now, if it was out like five minutes, and like, yeah, big deal. But like anything more than like fifteen minutes is going to be a problem. You know what I mean? So, the, like, um, you, on those mechanical ones, like if the if the electricity goes out, then the timer actually stops moving too. Like, so correct. it's not going to be yeah. even keeping track of the correct time. It's like when yeah, digital timers all have backups that i've never uh, like i've been growing for a long time i don't think i've ever had to replace the battery in those things interesting um yeah because they charge by the the current in the wall uh, like you'll get a lot cool. of them that won't even light up until like you've plugged them in for like half an hour or so like they just need a little, little bit of a charge so yeah i'd recommend everybody bump to a digital timer and right. if you want a direct link just get at me bro and i will send you a link to uh to digital timer uh heaven i mean i think it's literally um, like four dollars more expensive than the mechanical yeah one, so. and it's just there's so much more dependable and um the, these ones in particular i mean if you wanted to you could there's eight different cycles you could set them to so like you know you could go crazy with the fucking thing if you want but i mean not that you would need more than two you know one off one on um well so like those those mechanical timers not only are is it impossible to tell if, like whether it needs to be the pin needs to be up or down right that's the first step but mm-hmm. then there's another switch on like the back of the timer <laughs> that one gets me sometimes that is like yeah that tells it to whether to just be an outlet or a timer yep is this right? thing on full full time or yes. is it on timer yeah like, yeah yep. so like you can turn off the timer on the timer but from the <laughs> yep. switch that that's gotten me before okay and the other yep. thing is just like if you have pets 
my cats have like chased each other around the fucking house and knocked into the timer or stepped on it. And it's like, you know, the pins that were up went down. It's just a disaster, man. Disaster waiting. Yeah. Out. So um, mm-hmm. I had to make like a little homemade. Uh, here's one thing I, <laughs> I did DIY was like a shield to go around <laughs> the, the mechanical timer. That's All it fucking is, awesome. It, it's like uh, it's not even DIY. It's a, a fucking mason jar that I just like put our, upside down up, around the like it's yeah, nothing to it. But uh keeps the, the cats from stepping on it. That's all it does. Um, so yeah, I'm as soon as we're done, that's one thing I'm gonna And uh I, I will tell people too, don't cheap out on those timers. Because the way a timer works, most people don't realize this, it's not like actually cutting off like full power. It's just like changing the voltage so that like enough of it's getting to through the lot. But I've seen some timers still emit enough power, especially to an LED, to illuminate it slightly and fuck everything up. Oh, so gotcha. Yeah, that's another reason why um, you know, especially if you're running more than one night, I always recommend a light controller because the bit to those, and you can get one cheap. Like even right now, I think you can get like a three or four light one for like a hundred bucks. But basically, they have a signal cable that plugs into the timer, and it's like an extreme low voltage. Hmm. it's just enough to turn the contactors off like you'll when the lights go on or off you'll hear like a click like a it's loud it's pronounced because there are actually physical contactors that are literally cutting the it's like a breaker base like an automatic yeah, breaker yeah, yeah. and uh there's no way power can go into the lights when the timer's off so that's cool and it, yeah benefit to that too obviously if you're running multiple fixtures you don't have to you know have a touch one you can have yeah, yeah, one yeah. timer controlled on all of them. You know, all, yep. That, I mean, that is a big benefit. Now, you know, I, I said I have three different mechanical ones controlling three different lights. So, like, they all go on kind of in stages, which. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's fine. It's so simulate it's okay. like a little bit of yeah. a little bit of like a sunrise sunset effect. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was intending for it. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't just my complete inability to get like a precise sun dude honestly if somebody could get three timers those mechanical timers (laughs) to turn on and off within like 10 seconds of each other they approve it and i'll give you ten thousand dollars yeah i'd love to see a video of that that just it seems fucking almost impossible we'll get every grow sponsor in the fucking cannabis community to like like if 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 you can actually do that i'm telling you that's like I guarantee you no one can do it. Three or more no. timers to sync up within 10 seconds of each other. Like, then you fucking win, man. I don't know <laughs> what you win, but you fucking win. Because you're counting on so many things there, right? Um, you're counting on the line scribed to be like 100% accurate as far as like the time of the day right and i suppose eventually like you could dial it in enough if you wanted to fuck with it enough to to make it within 10 seconds but like that's dude you'd have to like talk about circumcising a fucking mosquito (laughs) this is a good way to put it yeah good luck yeah it'd be like the the most you know the trickiest trick trick shot in billiards you could ever imagine like the one in a million type thing that yeah. Yeah. Good luck making it happen. 
uh, and prove so, it. So, yeah, e, uh, lighting controller just pretty much prevents that. Nice. And nice. Uh, plus, it 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 uh, will accept like an incoming power source, like just raw wire. So you can. It's basically like its own circuit. Oh, uh, yeah. So very cool. Let's see. Yep. Um. No, that that's all great stuff. That's all great stuff. Um. The timers are definitely a pain in the ass. I mean, like I, I haven't up. I haven't even thought about upgrading them. It's like, honestly, uh, one of the things you, you never hear talked about you never hear discussed very often it's like probably the most unglamorous piece of kit in your whole setup is your fucking timer <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? and it's just like the thing about mechanical timers too that i did forget to mention is it's mechanical it can it's just it's gonna fail eventually like there's only so many times that wheel can go round and round before it just says you know what i ain't doing this it's no like more spinning um, plate just yeah and, and eventually one of these days it's gonna fuck you up it'll be like you know say you can't get to your garden every day you're only there like twice a week and well for the last three or so days your plant's been you know getting continuous light for yeah. 24 hours a day in, in the middle of flower yep. or no light at all you know what i mean so mm -hmm. yeah just too many things can go wrong it just ain't worth it just just buy a damn digital one yeah i, I mean you'll, you'll sleep better at night it's peace of mind you know if, if you really want to sleep better at night not only buy a digital timer buy some sort of like device that lets you monitor your grow from afar and like sends you alerts if your lights go off because there are things that can happen even with a digital timer i would i mean i i don't know exactly what those might be but uh i can only yeah yeah only imagine just because you have a digital timer doesn't mean you're not going to have like any issues but yeah maybe um, you didn't program it right maybe I, I i don't know maybe like you said the you didn't get a high quality one and it's letting some of the voltage leak through and power some diodes when it's supposed to be off um yeah just a lot of considerations and light is one of the most important things in your grow so make sure it's doing what you want it to do um e. you're, you're plugging in your 1200 you know no expenses spared led fixture to like your little chinese mechanical dial timer <laughs> like, it's, it's just like it's like buying a porsche and filling it up with regular gasoline guys like come yeah. on yeah yep, exactly you gotta fill up your porsche with premium i don't care how much how much gas costs you bought the porsche now buy the premium gasoline see see <laughs> Um, Before this whole gas fucking price crunch, I was running premium in my car, but now oh, I'm just like, you know what? The oh, owner's manual says 80. So, well, um, my car, not it's not like the fucking fastest thing in the world, but it's kind of like a you know slightly high performance, so it does better uh, on the higher octane. I like to uh, even in a you know a, a Subaru, <laughs> I, I, I every like ten fill ups or so, I give it the premium. I don't know, it's just kind of like. Feel like it keeps the keeps the lines clean no that you know you're not wrong there there are definitely more detergents in a higher octane gas um and any car really can can slightly benefit from it but not um 
you know, especially these days, because, you know, engines are getting smaller and smaller and they're trying to squeeze more mm-hmm. power out of them. So in essence, they're all slightly high performance. So it, they can all mm-hmm. slightly benefit from True. an older car. Not so much, but newer cars. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha. High octane. Boom. But yeah, and the fuck that. I'm running 87 right now. Four bucks a gallon. I ain't paying fucking five dollars a gallon <laughs> for premium. You can go fuck I yourself. Know, right. Uh, uh it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's it's rough dude it's rough but you know it's uh, it is what it is you got to pay for the gas and there's no you can't argue you can't you can buy like, bottles of octane booster at like dollar tree for a dollar 25 now all right i mean i've tried haggling at the pump that doesn't work no um, it doesn't work i tell know. my wife to show her tits she won't <laughs> show your tits <laughs> like my friend my friend i will give you <laughs> I will give you $3.15 for this gallon of gasoline, not the $4.49 that you have advertised. <laughs> Do we have a deal, my friend? No. Usually, no. no we don't. Uh... Um, so, yeah, no, that's... Um, I, I What were we talking about? Drying, you know, curing. Uh, let's see. Then you went into the... Uh, um, Dude, what were we just talking about? <laughs> it's the, the tri- <laughs> trick question when you're when you're smoking weed was uh, I it's on the tip of my tongue because I had something else I wanted to get into. Um, the, well, the thing I wanted to talk about was DLI and kind of tie it. Oh, we we're talking about timers. That's right, which got me thinking about light schedules and and all that stuff and autos versus photos and and this this pesky thing that i keep hearing about in in the the term is dli have you heard of that you know what brother i have but i think it's pretty dub subject and we should probably push that to a different episode Ah, all right i feel that you got a lot to say about dli not a lot necessarily to say, but <laughs> I think I, well, I mean, yes and no. I think a lot of the, the term, that acronym, I think it's misunderstood by a lot oh, of people. All right. Then maybe we should save it for, uh, should save it for a different one. But okay. So we'll, we'll hold off on, on the DLI, but like, let's just talk real quick. That stands for, for people that are in the know, it stands for daily light integral. Daily light integral savings time yep. no no don't add the savings time onto it please your plants <laughs> your plants know that you that you that's you you know they need to get up an hour earlier for work i mean they know okay mm-hmm. they can feel it <laughs> you gotta change your timers guys you gotta change your timers to get your plants on the same human schedule as you jk jk no (laughs) you don't you don't and that's the whole point of the episode but um yeah we'll we'll get back in a couple days and and talk more about the dli and and light schedules i think that would be a cool one but now i i don't know what i'm going to call the episode maybe i'm still going to call it daily light integral savings time (laughs) that's the name of the episode there's there's no other way about it Okay, it has to be. I um, think there are going to be a portion of people that think that you're retarded. 
<laughs> there, there might be, but there may be a portion of people that already think that, and that's yeah. fine. That's cool. There are a few. Like, I know. Um, I shouldn't use that word because there are actually a few people that have reached out to me and said that that's not such mm, a nice word to use. But I use it in love. It, it you know? is uh, an outdated and um, politically incorrect term. Like, let's just say it, it is. Let's just say uh, I got shit for brains. <laughs> dude you're gonna offend the people that fucking you know the the shit people they're gonna people be offended that actually by that. have shit for brains yeah there's yeah they're like, gonna be a... i know uh, at some point the we like we'll have to call the the people that have uh that happen to have minds made out of feces would be the the more politically correct term like nah you shit for brains <laughs> I'm always gonna call you shit for brains too. Um, now get the hell out of my face, shit for brains. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. Probably good advice uh, if you have shit for brains. <laughs> I knew that was co coming. Uh, I was just waiting for it. I didn't want to like say, dude, use the drop, use the drop. It's one of the oldest and best drops that we got. Um, yeah. Before we go, before we go, I want to give a shout out to uh, Rasta K, who is a listener, a Patreon supporter of the show. He's a real good guy on Instagram. He's all about the community. You know, he always has been. And he just started up his own podcast. Um, Interesting. Yep. His own grow show, which I fully support. You know, I've said it before. I think there needs to be a lot more voices out there. Um, yeah, yeah. this is just like another another voice what's the name of the show it's called the grow corner cannabis like cultivation podcast and um yeah rasta k is a great dude and in the first episode he interviewed uh radical notions who's another cool dude who has like a genetics company all right just, one you know, more time what's cultivator. the what's the episode what's it called it is called hold on the grow corner okay. cannabis cultivation podcast so the grow corner search for that yep, on I got spotify it, I got, or i got it pulled up now yep yep he's got a couple of episodes perfect yep he did like an intro and a, and a little talk with with uh, radical notions yep great you know I, I very very cool and i'd like to uh maybe bring him on the show get get him to talk about it and some of his some of his grow experience uh get his knowledge shared with with our audience and get them listening to him a bit too so yeah uh, all for it man yeah man all yeah, for it's, it's promoting cool anybody stuff. else in the community very cool yeah i was i was um i really enjoyed listening to it while i was uh doing some some cleaning in the grow area this morning so. yeah i'm always looking for no new uh shows to listen to i switch between you know either like i'll just like for a couple of weeks straight i'll just rock strictly podcast and then i'll go back to like you know music um never really much of in between podcasts and sports talk radio <laughs> yeah yeah no, it's me me too usually if there's, if there's just something that happened recently like in town that's when i have sports yeah. radio on exactly um i'd like to give a shout out to dr reefer man okay uh, he's one of our newer paid patreon supporters um and we appreciate your support brother yeah uh glad you i mean obviously you're digging the show if you're a patreon supporter so we definitely appreciate that yep. um 
Yep. And, it, it's uh, yeah. great. Um, and thank you everyone who signed up for the Patreon. And again, I want to tell you, we have a Patreon and that is the only way that we kind of, we keep the show going. Um, and it means a lot to us to be, you know, pretty much fully yeah, well, community supported. Exactly. And we'll never, ever, ever charge for the show. It'll nope. always be free. But it does cost to produce. It's yeah. not like a lot. It's not like backbreaking or anything. But it does cost mm-hmm. money to produce between editing software, hosting, website, yada yada yada. Yep. So, yep. Uh, and it's just uh, if Patreon's not your thing and you don't have a Patreon account, you don't want to do that. You can always support us uh, by buying our merch, which is available yeah. on the website. Or tell a friend, subscribe, uh, leave a rating. That helps too. All helps. Uh, it all helps. Follow oh, yeah. us on IG. Yeah. Um, yeah it all helps so yeah thank you thank you all very much for for listening and for all the support we've gotten uh couldn't do it without you and um yeah i think that's it i think that's yeah it. You got anything else you I, want to I, say? no uh, we you know just uh thanks everybody for listening oh um, i did want to just real quick mention um i i started up a, a youtube channel oh yeah i do you know what we kind of forgot to talk all about that it's all good. Um, Just throwing it out there. We can get into it next show. But um, if you go on YouTube, search for Captain Autoflower, you might just find me. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I saw that. Nice subscribe right away. So <laughs> nice. Awesome, Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, you know, some just you know potato quality videos. I'm not like doing any editing. Honestly, it's all like in one take. Um, I'm just kind of like yelling at you about about plants for like eight to ten yeah. minutes at a time it's, you should also post those to like igtv that's not a bad idea um yeah because i probably you do will. like the long the long formatted videos there just as long as youtube so i that's believe right. um i yeah, so. i yeah. shall i shall do that um yeah check it out guys and uh until next time stay high don't get caught and uh <laughs> don't get caught <laughs> talk to you soon <laughs> Adios. Later, guys.